This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. again with another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. We are the Blue Testament. My name is Cody Bradley. Robert Russert is here with me. And we're half again, aren't we? We are down to two again. It's sad. We're sad, sure. sad. We haven't been doing our best on the scheduling and aligning everyone up. And it's summer, man. People got lives, right? Other people have lives. Well, well, I wasn't like, going to say anything about you being the consistent one. <laughs> well, uh, last week we didn't do one at all. I had a birthday and my week kind of... Happy uh, 23rd for how many times? I turned I turned 30 this oh, year. Oh, seriously? Oh, my. Didn't know that, Cody. Old. I, I apologize. I, I know. I got a baby face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, was, you look uh, damn good for 30. Well, cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> it was good. Good birthday. But it was a very busy week, so no yeah. podcast. Sorry yeah. about that, listeners. We apologize. But look, look, we came, we came back here with just two of us. We're here for another one this week. Mr. Thad is, he's just busy. That is a busy man lately. And Allie is even busier. She, Believe it or not. She's busier than all of us. Yeah, she's, she's in demand. She just started at 810, if you guys were unaware. We're Congratulations. Oh, yes, yeah. Yes. Very. Okay. Let's start off with uh, the media game. <laughs> hey, it was a lot of fun. It needs was to a be lot a little, of fun. Needs to be a little bit longer. I know. A little bit. I was dying after like one run <laughs> up the field, but. Wait, wait, wait. You run all the time. <laughs> I do, but man, there's something like, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. When you get down there, the field is just huge. <laughs> and I, it's so weird. Cause do, you, I, do you ever play soccer? Um. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. All right. Uh. And I stand, when I am in the cauldron, I stand ground level on the field. But still, it's, man, when you get out there and make one run, yeah. you're, it seems like you're a mile away from where everyone's at. <laughs> I struggled, too. I struggled, too. But, yeah, I mean, no, nothing prepares you for soccer except for playing soccer. That's true. And, and I haven't done it much lately, so. I think it was just the adrenaline gets going. You expel yeah. more energy than 
<laughs> but hey, it was a good game, one to one. A little bit longer, it may have been different, but because uh, we had that surge at the end. But. Diego Gutierrez had the only play that wasn't like embarrassing. Smashed <laughs> well, home and, smashed it home. We just needed to get the ball on his foot a little bit more. One yeah. more time would have been it. That was a nice finish, though. It wasn't it an was. easy one. Right. Yeah. Angle. Yeah. <laughs> And that was the excuse that I used on mine. I had a moment. I missed my moment. But, you know, I try to that's, get too clever with it. Yeah, it sounds familiar. <laughs> I mean, you know. My... There were, there, there were, I, had, I had some good passes. I, I got the crowd to ooh at a, at a one-touch give-and-go. That, that I, I, I remember that, re-watching it. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That, that is was, true. That was cool. That was cool. I knocked over Jillian Carroll. Sorry, Jillian. <laughs> but then I gave the ball to her, and she drilled that shot from what? 40 yards. Yeah, I'll call it a, a She got chip. oozing Oz. She tried to chip a keeper. I'll call it that, but really <laughs> okay. just blasted it from way back and yeah. almost worked out. <laughs> it's funny, post-game, uh, or, or no, it's pre-game actually, I think, her and uh, Diego are comparing knee injuries. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I've had like four surgeries. He sticks out his knee and goes, 10. <laughs> she's like, what? <laughs> yeah, not, not many... People can outdo my sister on the knee surgeries. Oh, yeah? She has not had 10. I think she's at 6. Okay, wow. Yeah. I've never had any issues. Knock on wood or whatever you want to do. Whew. So I am not all that disappointed in myself for missing missing the target on my shot because it, there was just something in the stadium that night. <laughs> Is that what you're blaming it on? Okay. It's an there, epidemic. It was an epidemic that night. Uh, Sporting <laughs> Kansas City falls to, fell to, FC Dallas two to nothing, and the the stat that sticks out from it is eighteen shots. Oh jeez. And two shots on goal. The sporting days of yore have returned. God. <laughs> That is exactly right. It just felt like one of those, yeah, of yore. I don't know how long we're gonna call that ago, right. but well, like. Was that two, three years ago now was yeah. when the team was yeah. rolling like that? Good God. Yeah, that was uh, it was tough to watch at times, for sure. Okay, 18 shots, is that right? Shots. How many actually were on goal? Do you remember the two. stat? That's, that's yeah. 18, oh, okay. 18 and two. Jeez. Wild. Wow. And one of them was a nice save at the end off a of name opportunity. Yeah. We just watched the highlights. That was a nice save. I and don't even remember the other one. The other one was someone ripped it. I think it was Zalalem took a shot like a – feeble shot from okay you just said ripped it and then you said feeble shot well, <laughs> okay <laughs> he let one go from there way go. back there but okay. it was a feeble attempt because it just kind of <laughs> rolled right into the keeper hey did they count the one that zuzi hit that hit sonovic on the way in Does, did that count as a shot on goal <laughs> i don't think so i don't think so and then but the best moment that sporting had was seth sonovic's header Right, that hit the outside of the netting. Hit the outside, and that so that didn't even count as one. That was <laughs> all those who knew it was Seth didn't, you know, get tricked by yeah, outside yeah. the netting. Everybody else was like, "Oh, yay!" Uh, no, everybody else knew who was taking the shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that was uh, I, I can't I can't blame him too much. That's one of those. I me and Thad have argued about this on this pod before. I seem to give people a pass on the plays where. The ball's coming in, and someone right in front of them looks like they're about to right, get right. a touch on it, and they don't. Right. And that to me, that was always one of the hardest things in play, you know, soccer or or basketball or literally anything. So I, I often give people a pass on that one. But I, I still, agree with you. That still is di- got, very difficult. Still got good head on it. I mean, that was, <laughs> <laughs> like it almost almost worked out. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I wanted to mention that 18-year-old Ferreira. He was probably the player of the game for them. And that goal, he, he's the one who scored the second goal. And it was well taken, but... Okay, but, I'll let man. you finish. I mean, it was. like He, he did well. Like I mean, he yes, chested he it to himself. He had one good touch and then a fortunate touch. <laughs> we'll call it a fortunate touch. And then touch. a cool finish. Yeah. But, but, yeah, I mean, that was still just... Both goals were shouldn't have happened. Right. They were avoidable. Maybe not shouldn't have happened, but both goals that Dallas scored were avoidable. And you know, going back to the goal, um, you know, FC Dallas and homegrowns. I mean, you got to give them kudos because they, they, they do very it. well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really impressive. I don't know why they seem to have a knack for that. I guess it's just there's a good pool of players there. Texas is big, man. Everything's bigger there. <laughs> but no, uh, Beasler overcommitted himself. I thought he's leaping in the air when he's got cover yeah. in the box. I don't know what he was thinking there, but you know, I mean, we're not in the moment, but. You know, and then Botan, I think it just sticks out a limb, and I yes, I, like that's one of those. Yes, he probably could have been more assertive there, but also it was a lucky bounce for to right. go right to him. You know, right? Probably surprised him as much as anything. Right. Yeah. Right. But the first goal, I mean, you know, a lot of people yeah. are blaming uh, numerous people, Zalelem, for passing the ball backwards too many times, and you know, I can see that. Had Ilya been in there, would the ball have been kept un- under control and moved forward? Probably. I think both of those goals. <laughs> Affiliate is in there, <laughs> yeah. calms things down. But yeah. but yes, it's on that goal especially, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. Busio, if he's really to blame a whole lot. What yeah, do you think? I, Did he? No, I, I the it was a not a good pass from Seth. I right. Mean, it doesn't look good that Busio didn't stick his leg out there to, right. to get a touch on it. But I don't know that he could have got something on it. <laughs> but yeah, frustrating for sure. For sure. I so, mean... One good thing from the game was the reintroduction of Roger Espinoza. A breath of fresh air. <laughs> Finally. Oh, man. It a breath of fresh so air good. that really needed fresh air that night, especially with the weather. But anyway, the momentum. Yeah. I mean, we had it going into this game and then splat. But, you know, Roger coming in, I think, is energy. Um even yeah. his complaining to the refs and showing some fervor, you know, out there in the field was refreshing. Yeah, I that's, thought. that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the energy. That's all. That's like when I think of Roger Espinosa as a player, it's like that's his like number one asset. Yeah. Year. Like the number one thing he brings is just he's in there to bang bodies around and, you know, he's just in there to cause disruption and it was working well. And on you, you mentioned the, the Namath shot earlier that mm-hmm. was kind of i give roger most of the credit there yeah kind of developed that play right and so yeah it was you know everything but his hair was uh <laughs> okay i'm glad you mentioned was, that what's your take on that no yeah everything but the hair was, was he trying uh, to be johan or, to or what man it's even <laughs> it's it's not even johan it's like yeah. it's like blonder hmm. but you know he can do it's part of wants. it because he's balding too yeah, I know a lot about that. Trying to distract from that? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But, uh, no, Roger, welcome back, man. And he just knows the system so well yeah. and where to be. And I remember interviewing Ilya when Ilya first came, and he was amazed by Roger, too. He's like, I know that, you know, when I'm here, Roger's there, and then Roger's there, and then Roger's there. <laughs> Roger's <laughs> always there. there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that'll be really good to hopefully see – but the both of them right back in the midfield together this this 
game against New York here coming up. And going forward, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Exactly. Hopefully. So who who failed? Who had the worst game for Sporting Kansas City in this one? It's got to be a, uh, on the attacking end, right? <laughs> you know, I'm really tired of this whole forward, center forward debate thing. It's never going to end. God, it isn't. And, and, you know, we could talk about whose fault that is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was actually harking back for Josh Wolf to be center forward, sadly. I'm not a big Josh Wolf fan, but he might work well in this system. But uh, I, I don't know if you can really pin it on one person. I think maybe you can pin it on a lack of killer instinct by the whole team. Um, or a lack of Ilya. I just, when I think about having to play a game without Ilya, it's just like, yeah. like how are we going to win this game? <laughs> well, there's only been one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He didn't start another one earlier this season, I think. Maybe. But yeah. He did get a rest this season at yeah. one other time, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but, but I guess that brings up the question about Zalalem. What did you think of Zalalem in, in that game? You know, the kid is – I'm a little bit surprised he's gotten this much time this early. I am early, too. But, for sure. I mean, the until this game – and I'm not saying he had a bad game, but mm. until this game, he was. It, it seemed like he was on the rise. Like there was – I liked having him in there. If you want possession, that doesn't always go forward. If you want someone who can be clean on the ball, he's your man. Yeah. But, you know, I think he's got to get that forward part of his game. Right. He's got to be more aggressive. I think that's going to come with time and confidence. There but, you go. That's That was my thing right there. Be, yeah. The more aggressive, he's got to show more confidence. Like, at some point, something needs to click in his head like, oh, yeah, I played in a Champions League game. Exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. What am I doing here? Like, look, I, I need to get going. He is not showing that at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like he's out there for a Sunday kick around. It seems. I mean, obviously he's not, but it seems that way. The way he plays so so somewhat lackadaisical. I I I don't. Well, see, I don't even call it lackadaisical. It's almost like maybe like he's nervous. You think he he, he he's maybe a little nervous to go forward or to mess up. Mm. And you know, Vermees is a strict freaking guy. And there was a, an article, maybe the team put it out recently, or okay. someone asked asked him about. Uh, Arson, Wenger, uh, right, right, and how it's just polar opposites of the two coaches that that he had there, and you know the way Vermees runs this thing, you know he's probably put a lot of expectation on him, and he's challenging him really hard, and mm-hmm. and so I I almost see a little bit of that like he he doesn't want to mess up, is kind of what I'm seeing. But wouldn't Peter see that? And Peter would say to himself, yeah. "Okay, maybe he's not the man, but yeah. Well, maybe he, maybe he will after this. Does this mean Kellen Rowe has dropped dropped so far in the? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, seriously, that's the next. Where phase. is Kellen Rowe? I saw him outside in his street clothes in the locker room, but you know. Yeah, that's the next part of that conversation. Is if oh, Zalalem's man. playing that much, then how far has <laughs> yeah. has he fallen down the pecking order here? Or Juan Cousin, for that matter. Yeah, that's Where's true. Where's he been? Yeah, you know, I'm always on board with. Playing the young guys. So. Yeah. Hmm. That is a that is a question. But a moot point if we have the trio back: Gutierrez, Roger, and uh, and uh, who am I thinking of? Ilya. <laughs> thank you. Yes. Because <laughs> oh, it's not a better trio. Hard to find a better trio in in the league. I think so. I know people always talk about Roger getting old, but yeah, man, that's I love that midfield. Agreed. I love it so much, Agreed. especially or like maybe specifically playing under Vermees, I really like. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, you know, I mean, something, this is what I talked to you about before that I didn't want to bring up until now. Um, you know, both you and I have played the sport of soccer. We, we did for a number of years. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, if Allie was here, she could chime in on this too. And, you know, anybody out there. But when you've got a team in a situation that sport is in right now, you've probably played on a team where you've had a down trend, right? Oh, yeah. What, and I'm asking you this question, what got you going even though everybody around or the team was in that doldrums? Was there something that got you going as a player or picked up your team? Was there anything that you remember just from your playing experience? You know, um, probably like comedic relief is what always would have done it for me. Yeah. Just getting back to having fun. Uh Uh-huh. Like there's always the guy on the team that yells, right? Yeah, <laughs> or like yells as in a get pumped up kind of thing. Yeah. But no, I, I it's it's either one moment of luck where it's just something works for you and you're like, oh yeah, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> okay. Or uh, you just kind of get back to having fun and stop pressing too hard. Okay. And then get back to yourself a little bit. Let's, what about in game? You know, things are just not going well. What, hmm. in your experience, has brought things and made them better, brought them up, made them better? Has there been anything that stood out to you? Man, that's tough. To me, it's been, it's got to be one of two things. It's got to be either your team is so together that you're fighting so hard for each other, or it's got to be that one moment, that special moment of somebody pulls something out, Yeah, you know, and just makes a difference, different play, and elevates the team. And exactly. we just haven't had that. Yeah, that is definitely what it is. When you asked that, I was trying to think of how it would work for me, but mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, they're just one person on the field needs to do that one crazy thing. And Gersto's kind of been that. Yeah. But still that final product isn't always there. But <laughs> the final product, yeah. no. But he can make people go, oh! <laughs> right, Yeah. But, I mean, you know, if it's not this team working together and firing on all cylinders and working hard for each other, do we have that person that can step up and do that moment that, to elevate the team? Johnny's done it time, but how long has it been since Johnny's done it? Right. Um, you know, so. Roger, the inter- introduction of Roger into things, I think, could do that. Yeah, because I think he brings on a different level that difference. It's the fiery nature and you know everybody loves Roger off the field, on the field, but he just Unless brings that fiery nature. Everyone on on our side. Our side, yes, exactly. <laughs> and and he just he plays like he cares so much. He does, you know. And I'm sorry, but I I don't always see that from every player on there in the field. I mean, I know they do care, but it's yeah. just very clear with Roger and Ro- yeah. <laughs> Roger, it's all yeah. He wears it on his sleeves and exactly. Every move he makes and every face he makes, it's just all it's you know, that passion is just yeah, you can't can't miss it. And you're in game with him and he's on your side and you're looking at him and watching him, that elevates me. That's I gotta yeah. get going. Yeah, right, exactly. And I don't know who else maybe Russell brings that kind of attitude. Definitely. I don't and know. And I, I think I think Felipe does do it, kind of in his own way. Right. He is a very aggressive guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. It does. It doesn't always show for at least ninety minutes. Right. But there are times when you can just you, where I do see that same passion from Roger that I and, I and I'll see that in Felipe every now and then. 
the two the game before that where we had defeated um who did we play the game before that at home yep. Chicago and we walked in the locker room and Felipe is talking with Gerso and uh you know I let them have their time and Felipe walked away because I wanted to talk to Gerso and you know I asked Gerso what was Felipe saying to you and he is apparently becoming a leader off the field like Roger and he's like oh he's just encouraging me to keep playing hard and you know we need to see keep working together and everything and things are going to, you know, keep going well. So I I agree with you that Felipe is that kind of guy a little more subtly, but he's becoming that kind of guy in the locker room as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which is cool. Okay. Any other mentions from my game? Melia played well. Yeah. Yeah. Made some nice saves. Been playing well for a while now. Yeah. You can tell he's a little frustrated with the two goals, but yes. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's move on to, or should we take a break? Gotta have the sponsors in there. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll be back. When the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, we're gonna celebrate tonight. When the final whistle blows, you know we're gonna feel alright. Alright. New York City FC. <laughs> they are fifth place right now. But they're in a very good position still. They've got like three and four games in hand on everyone around them. Yeah, they've played um, 19. Right. The rest of them 22 or 23. That's crazy. Yeah, just three losses, as you mentioned. Same as LAFC. Difference being LAFC 14 wins and uh, NYC FC's eight ties. <laughs> and while looking through the roster, you had the thought of that kind of seems – different than we're used to from NYCFC that they don't really have a, a huge star player. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It seems to be that the team mentality is carrying them, but you know, I think you mentioned him as well, but uh, they have a new Brazilian forward. Their leading scorer, eight goals. He's been very good, but um, Mitrovic, nobody stands out. I mean, you've got, um, I like him little, he's their little tiny number 10. Yeah. Mitrovic yeah. is good. You got to watch out for him. Okay. But uh, they're seven, one and three in their last, 11 games. So they're in quite a roll. But you know, I was thinking this. Cage fight. <laughs> Maybe that's what this team needs because it's a small pitch, there as we go. know. I don't know. Is like sporting that. good in a cage fight? What do you think? I like that philosophy. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, if you unleash a, a crazy <laughs> person in a small space like Roger Espinosa. There then... you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I know that Dallas kind of sucked the wind out of their sails, but there's just there's a lot to like right now. Everyone, you know, there, there's a lot to be optimistic and feel good about for this one. So, I'm excited. Yeah, I don't know if the pitch is smaller than Spartan Stadium, you know, San Jose Stadium back in the day, but uh, yeah, definitely a smaller pitch, and uh, NYCFC plays it well. But uh, you know, if we come to battle, I think we've got a chance. We just you know need to finish. Yeah, learn how to <laughs> learn how to finish. Apparently, so I mean, is that something we want to talk about? Is is it Johan, 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 or is it uh, Christian that's going to get the call? Well, let's go. Let's start at the top of the lineup or the All bottom right, let's of do the that. lineup. We've got our fan poll on the BlueTestament dot com. Get on there, show us your votes. Melia, obviously. Far and away, who the fans are looking to see here, 98% of the vote. And then defenders, the same four that 
has shown some consistency until last week. Mm-hmm. Beesler, right. yeah. <laughs> Beesler, Barath, Sinovic, and Zusi are the vote leaders there. Moving on to the midfield with without Felipe Gutierrez this week. We get one back and we lose another. What the hell? That's just how the world goes. <laughs> the sporting world of 2019. <laughs> in, in his absence, uh, Roger Espinosa, Ilya Sanchez, and Benny Fellhaber are the top vote getters. Okay. All right. Zalalem has quite a few votes, and Felipe even has quite a few write ins. <laughs> Does he? <laughs> Wishful thinking, huh? Wishful thinking because he is out on yellow cards. So, who do you think that. should be plugged in yourself? What do you, what do you think? Well, I like uh, I'm like like I said earlier, I'm on team young guys, so I th- I want to throw Busio out there. Yeah. Okay. I think Failhopper might be a better choice just because of experience in the smaller field and he can still play that killer ball. Yeah, I yeah, agree. I, I mean, yeah. you're not wrong. I just <laughs> Yeah. I'm just on this like boat of like, hey, right, he's young, yeah. he's supposed to be this great player, like let's see what he's got. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. We'll see what happens. So, wingers. Gerso and Russell, the top vote getters by quite a margin. And then the center forward debate. Yes, the never ending center forward debate. (laughs) That will never end for Sporting Kansas City. Did anybody write in the yet to be signed center forward? (laughs) Yeah, the the mythical DP. Right. All right, so Cody, what's your take? Well, surprise us or choose between the two. The fans are going with Namath at the moment. Okay. And I'm probably okay with that. He, there was a good save on him when he, what what minute did he come in? Like 60 something? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. (sighs) (laughs) I mean, it sucks that Johan did not have a good game at all. But, I mean, neither did Namath. <laughs> it just seems like it's one of those things you have to, like, Namath's the striker. You want Namath to be the striker. Right, and right. And so this just seems like the it game. it all works so well early in the season. Like, yeah, you can 100% understand rolling with Kraze after he scored a couple goals and mm-hmm. Namath couldn't do anything. Yeah. But you want it to turn around and it seems like you would do it after last game. Mm-hmm. Like, Krause is always going to have a very short leash there. And he had two chances that Gerso fed him that he was just short on. Yeah. Oh, mm. man, that one early in the first half, right. that was just – Yeah. That was a face palmer. <laughs> but, again, I mean, it's like the way Namath was playing, does Namath put that away? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. see, it's just – Hurtado, anybody? <laughs> Eric? <laughs> <laughs> He's well, off the entry hey, list, isn't yeah, he? I mean, that's valid. That's Cage valid. fight. He might be the man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a, that was another. Uh, he's missing from the Blue Testament's boat here. Is he? Yeah, but he is. Yeah, we only have two on the injured list. It's uh, Lindsay and Wallace. So uh, he's been training. He yeah. he should be available. <laughs> I don't really see it happening. No, but, I don't. You know, but I mean. Give Namath seventy, and if he can't, still can't do anything, then perhaps, then perhaps. get Hurtado his first look in. Jeez, four months. Yeah, like four, four months, three, four months now. Or you know, Shao, he's been looking better. 
<laughs> he's got to get up for school sooner or later, right? He, he said with he said with zero confidence. <laughs> was that a question or a it statement? actually was? <laughs> right, right. Somebody, somebody, back me up here. <laughs> no, I I know it's I. There was a couple plays we were like, oh, hey, is there? There's maybe something there mm-hmm. that looked confident. Yeah, but yeah, it's still just we just need more from him. Yeah, simply <laughs> need more from from little brother Shallowy. So, are we leaning toward hoping for a draw this week, this Friday night? Yeah, that's where we're at. That's where sporting <laughs> fans are at. Yes, I hoping, think so. Hoping for draws now. I think you're right. I think you're yeah, right. What post-apocalyptic world are we living in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, you know, they can, but this does seem historically like one of those games that sporting does pull out. Okay, I'm glad you said that. Because has that happened this year? Well, I yeah, we, we've won some on the road recently, but that's Vancouver. Come on. We do. Uh, we have mentioned that a lot because, yeah. you know, everyone you talk to that follows this team like that does know that that's a thing. Like when you right. think that they should dominate, then it's going to be a close game against yeah. Colorado. And But then, yeah, the game where we're like, oh, well, all these injuries were screwed. Then they somehow pulled out of their right. ass. Yeah. Or going to Atlanta and beat Atlanta, you know. Exactly. Man short. Right. (laughs) But you're right. I don't, I'm not thinking of a time this year where the team has has done that. Yeah, well, you know, either there's going to be less space to screw up, i.e. back passes, et cetera, or there'll be more pressure to screw up because NYCFC is going to, you know, pressure high and, on that pitch, you're going to have less time. So we'll see how the boys handle it. But it might be a dogfight that, that really can get them out of this, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's what we need. Because they're, they're pissed off, I'm telling you that. Because that locker room after the game Saturday night was was down and right. dead. And, yeah, it was somber. Yeah, they're pissed I mean, off I, and they need to take it out on somebody. <laughs> well, they they shouldn't be happy. <laughs> so where did you land on – are you – Going for Namath over Kraze? I think in this game, and you know, maybe making too much of the smaller pitch, but I think the game of a, a Kraze with a little more power, a little more physical ability, he can pull something out of his backside. Uh, and Christian hasn't done that for a long time. A long time. Yeah. Uh, I think I'd rather see Mr. Kraze in there. Also, yeah, if we're just going with the philosophy of unleashing a, a, a crazy thing in a small <laughs> right. space that's kind of that's kind of him you know Krause does that I mean even though he's not playing well he still has the audacity to try something that other people don't he is so. audacious <laughs> he's zero or 100 right and it's always going forward <laughs> exactly exactly your team Krause I'm team Krause I don't care if he runs over three or four defenders on his way to goal and makes a bad touch and still ends up on the end of it and puts it away I don't care (laughs) (laughs) so what about I wanted to talk about I missed it earlier um Madranda is healthy the back line that they were keeping the four of them because it was working Mm -hmm. maybe didn't work out very well against Dallas do you play Madranda for Sinovic I think you do that if it's late in the game. I think you start Sinovic. Yeah, you got to start. Stuff push. Yeah. Um, I think you bring in Madronda, but I think they're once bitten, twice shy a little bit with Jimmy because maybe you know they brought him back and he's hurt again right away. Right. 
And I don't really think this is the kind of game where Jimmy Madronda is going to be the most beneficial. I mean, I could be completely out of yeah, mind. Yeah, a late, a late substitution. Jimmy Madronda off the bench late is always. Uh... Yeah, yeah, he showed that a couple of times when he came on early in the, or late earlier this year right. when he was coming back from his injury. Yeah, and, he doesn't and need spark. much. He doesn't need much time to to fire a shot from distance. No, no, he does not. Okay. Should Sporting play for next year? Or do you think there's still a chance to make a run for the playoffs and and get something done this year? Yes. I I, I, I do too. I don't know what people are thinking otherwise. I mean, I get I get it. This the fan base is not used to this. A lot of losing, not a lot of winning. But are these people just not looking at the table? Exactly. <laughs> this is MLS, folks. They're Come on. Five points <laughs> from playoffs. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, as sh- sh- shitty as this season has been, I'm going to say it. <laughs> yeah, that, that called for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, five points. That's that's nothing. That is absolutely nothing. They could do that in the last two games of the season. However, I mean, you know, the other side of that is, is okay, we're looking up at Portland, we're looking up at Houston. I'm not as much a Portland hater as some people are, but I'm a definite Houston hater. RSL as well, because they're in the last spot. Um, and you can just see them being a thorns on our side. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like you said, plenty of time left. This is MLS. We're only uh, five points out. Don't throw in the towel. There's no reason at all. And they're just getting everyone healthy again. Exactly, yeah. There's a lot to like right now. <laughs> Forever optimistic with this team, I am. We just need to find that switch, whatever it is, to turn everything on, and there we go. It's just finding that damn switch. <laughs> like Beezer said, we've never been in a situation for a while, and we're not exactly sure how to handle it. The Hopefully infam- they're figuring it out. The infamous letter from Beesler. Yeah. Let's move on to predictions. Robert Russert, what is your prediction? I think we're going to get a draw. I call one to one. No, it'll be three to three. Through. Whoa, we find our scoring boots or what's going to happen here? Yeah, it's going to, it's going to mad dash. <laughs> it's going to be a madhouse, a circus shit show. As... Well, at least you didn't say we're going to score in set pieces, something crazy like that. No, that, Corner I mean, come on. <laughs> Easy there. I'm not, I'm not a crazy person. So if Thad was here, he'd probably be saying, okay, two of the New York goals would be own goals. Yeah, Thad likes to call own goals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But uh, no, I mean, you're right. Everybody's coming back and uh, just got to get together as a group again and get that momentum back up and keep it going. And, and you know, I may just go with your three three to three. It's going to be Shalloway, Crosse, and Namath. Wouldn't that be a trio of goal scorers? Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Let's go with that. I like it. All of those goals would feel so good. Right. Sweet finishes, you know, get them back in the groove. Okay, we will talk to you next week. You hear that? We're going to do it next week. Consistency. Hey, us and Sweet. That's right. And as always, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blue Testament KC. Join the community at thebluetestament.com and leave us a comment. We're going to get out of here, but we'll talk to you next week. Go Sporting! Has just been sent off. Some part of strong evolve. Come stop by front. Got me drinking.
Yeah.